3: That's chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. VTW through void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's
4: good to have you on board here. Follow the money on vSIN, the sports betting network, Mitch Moss, Matt Humans in today for Paulie Howard. Paulie is out the entire week. We are live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort Casino is your spot. We're going to get into uh, NFL and um, alternate win totals that are offered here at Circa Sports coming up in five minutes. And uh, we'll go, go down and... Lots to talk about there. Yeah, really. Last year, it was they came in at an alarming rate with some pretty big plus money on a, on a lot of these teams. So that's coming up here. Uh, updated NBA series price now between the Bucks and the Suns. The Suns are in the 340... A 350 range. I'll tell you, I mean, how did Giannis look last night? How about that chase down block that he had right away in the game? You're I like, I thought
5: he looked great. I uh, actually watched yeah. after, after watching him play. I said, Why was this guy listed as doubtful? Mm hmm. To open the day, I honestly we did was, the show yesterday. He was doubtful. We said, Ah, he'll probably be back for game two. But, but then with two days off, two and a half days off until game three, you think, Well, for sure, he'll be back for game three. He plays last night, he has 20 points and 17 rebounds. Sure. And for the most part, I thought he ran the floor like a deer. So did I.
4: Yeah. I kept I kept going back in my head last night, like integrity fees, anybody? LeBron broke the cha- the whiteboard after a broken one, hand, apparently. Oh yeah, right? after the game, yeah. nobody it's like, what wait, what are we doing here, folks? Are we gonna do we have any idea? He's doubtful the whole time. That'll hey questionable. It's like, okay, but is he gonna be eighty per- yeah, on the show yesterday, mm-hmm. put a number on what he's gonna be. Well, at this point, I'm gonna say seventy five, eighty the way it sounds. He looked ninety. He looked ninety percent. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So but they just had defensively. They had no answer for what the Suns threw at him last night, and uh, yeah, this, it's how it changed again.
5: And think about that too, because he's one of their better defensive players. Yeah, I know uh, what that would have looked like without him on the floor. Yep, there take the freak off the floor. Uh, Suns probably win by 20, 25 last night.
4: I think this series is where missing a guy like Dante DiVincenzo is going to really catch up with the Bucks. Uh, he can he can add so many different things to this team. One would it be defensive. Um, you know who, who, how they would put him and how they would attack the Suns with him defensively, mm-hmm. and they could put him on one of their various guards. But also, he's another big ball handler for that team, and that changes things up with who you want to have on the court. Because if you want to go big with the Bucks, then you're going to take off a lot of the ball handlers. But then, defensively, you might be screwed. It's would a, say he's a, you know it's, Budenholzer. I don't like him as a head coach. He might be up against it here.
5: Well, he's never going to be. Accused of being a great defensive coach. No, and that's what the that's going to be the Bucks' biggest problem in this series to figure out the defensive adjustments you got to make to slow down the Suns on the pick and roll because Chris Paul is just going to continue to pick you apart. No doubt, and Devin Booker is going to make more shots than he did last night. Mm-hmm. So I think the Suns at minus three hundred on the adjusted series price after game one is uh, where it should be.
4: And again, to your point, what you said earlier, the Bucks outscored. The Suns by 15 points from downtown. They made 16 threes <laughs> last night. They got beat by 13. Yeah. Like, that's not going The Bucks are not going to hit 16 threes no. every game in the series. I mean, that's been kind of who they've been so far in the playoffs. Here's five threes in one game. Here's 12 the next. Here's eight, and here's 15. Mm-hmm. They're so up and down. Um, up next, alternate NFL win totals. We have to look back at last year's results to give you an idea of how often they cash. It's a big number at plus prices. Details on that next.
6: This is Brent Musburger, and here is your V-CIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Chris Paul's 32, powers his sons past the Milwaukee Bucks, 118-105, as a five-point favorite in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Giannis Kumbo did return for the Bucks at 20 points and 17 rebounds after missing the final two games of the Eastern Conference Finals with a hyperextended knee. Game two of the final Thursday, Phoenix a five-and-a-half point favorite, total 221 and a half Tampa Bay Lightning a $2.20 favorite at home against Montreal today. In game five of the NHL Stanley Cup Final, Lightning need a victory to clinch the title. Montreal plus $2, the total five shaded to the These hand breaks down all the betting angles for UFC 264 from Las Vegas from the prelims to the main event featuring Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor. Get sharp betting analysis from the industry's top USC handicappers, including analytical insight on every fighter and prop available on the card. slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vsin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard.
4: VSIN is your betting headquarters for UFC 264. We're bringing you in depth analysis on the McGregor Poirier main event, plus key bouts on the undercard from our full team of experts, including Lou Finacaro, Reed Kuhn, and Jordan Sherwood. Sign up for the free VSIN newsletter to receive our digital guide and tune in Saturday at noon Eastern for First Strike. Our live preview show hosted by Dave Farah. And Matt Brown with live updates from all of our fight experts. Get everything you need for betting on UFC 264. And sign up now for the free UFC 264 betting guide at vcin.com slash free. And uh, there was a little bit of a move on the Poirier-McGregor number here at Circus Sports. Where Dustin is now minus 125. And Conor McGregor is plus 105 here. Plus
5: money on Conor McGregor? Are How about that? Yeah, plus 105. I think uh, the sharper money is probably going to be on the favorite, Dustin Poirier, in this fight, the uh, The third fight between these guys. And Connor knocked him out the first time, but that was, I think, what, seven years ago? Yeah, was six, two, seven
4: years ago, I think. 2014
5: yeah. or 15. And uh, Lou Finnecaro does a great job breaking down the uh, fight this week in Point Spread Weekly. So check that out. That's going to be out this morning. And also we have a UFC 264 betting guide. Mitch, I'm going to be down here at Circus Saturday night. Uh, for the fights. And uh, I know a group of guys are going to come down here the third floor warehouse at Circa. The fights are going to be shown. It's going to be a great place to watch them.
4: Not that long ago. In fact, you go back a couple of weeks, McGregor was minus 120. Yeah. So that whole idea of maybe catching Poirier at a good number is a pipe dream?
5: Well, you never know. Because on fight day, if the Irish fans actually Mm. show up in Vegas for this fight, and they do show up in Beck Connor, there might be spots... On the strip where you're going to be able to get uh, Dustin at a better price,
4: yeah, than minus one twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He really tore him apart the last time oh, they met, right though. He. Kicked him, it's, chopped him down with uh, kicks. You know, and at, and at some point when a fighter loses it, I mean, it's all she wrote. It's it's very tough once a fighter loses loses it to actually regain at some point and get back to anywhere close to where you were when you were the champion.
5: Well, there's no doubt about it, and the thing about Connor too, and you're going to read this and. Uh, in the lose preview and other people are going to write about it this week too. He, Connor was a street fighter. He was a hungry street fighter. Now he's a guy who parties in penthouses, sails on yachts, and he doesn't have the the same determination and uh, drive and maybe edge that he had previous in his career. He's just not the street fighter. He was before. And Poirier is a better tactical fighter uh, too. Like you say, you, you Connor's never been known for endurance he wants sure. to, he wants to end this fight in the first round, first two rounds. The longer you can push Connor in a fight, uh, the more trouble he's in because he just doesn't have the uh, sure. conditioning
4: i mean let's be honest though what has happened to connor? what happened to a huge majority of people if they had the same kind of career path. Oh, man, are you kidding me? From nothing, fighting for, you know, scraps every single day. To having hundreds of millions in your sure. bank account. Isn't his whiskey company worth like yeah. 500 million or some crazy number like that?
5: I'm not sure what the exact number is, but once you get over 100 million, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter at that doesn't point. doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah. And
4: it, it, so when you reach that in your career, and he still...
5: was a proper number 12 yeah. or something like
4: that? Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's still a young guy. And you have all this success now and you have all this money. Who yeah. who doesn't that change? I mean, there's a tiny fraction of people who wouldn't change. The rest of us would be like, okay, sure. Do I have the same drive as a fighter that I once was? No, I probably lost my edge a little bit. Because yeah, you, know, you know why? Life is suddenly good.
5: He actually turns 33 on July 14th.
4: Yeah. He's still a
5: young guy, but in fighting terms, he's starting to get up there yeah, yeah. a little bit. But you're right. When you have that type of money, it's going to change you. It was, like you said, and you said it well, there's a small percentage of athletes that it wouldn't change. Like the Kobe Bryants, Michael Jordans, guys, like doesn't matter how much money those guys have. They're right, always right. going to have the same drive. Yep. Right? It's more difficult when you come from nothing and all of a sudden you have everything.
4: Well, uh, a guy that we watched last night on the golf course, Tom Brady. Oh, sure. what, what does he have to play for anymore? He still works his ass off. Yes. He, he's one of the hardest working athletes alive,
5: still at his age in his 40s with, with seven Super Bowl titles. Yeah.
4: And oh, by the way, he's not even the breadwinner in his own family. You think he could have called the quits a couple years ago if he wanted to? Of Mm. course. All right, so uh, there is one sports book here in town that posts alternate NFL win totals. And it's here at Circus Sports. And uh, they were never available anywhere in the city until three years ago. Mm -hmm. Globally, offshore, you could find the stuff um, for many, many years. And I was first... uh, I caught a podcast with uh, Drew Dinsick, Will Capper, who comes on this network quite a bit. He's sharp. He's very
5: sharp. Hi, right, Drew. He's a, good shir- yep. he's a very good handicapper. He's
4: very good. And uh, he and his podcast partner, Andy Molitor, they were talking about this. Boy, I want to go back to, I'm going to say three, four summers ago, when they were doing you know, look, look-aheads look to alternate wind totals, and they said over the past four years, it came in like 72%. I was like, mm-hmm. really? Wow, seventy. that's really alarming. So I've been tracking it ever since then, and uh, tip of the cap to those two guys— But if you go back and look, we'll use last year for an example of uh, 32 teams in the NFL. And I have all the numbers in front of me from Circus Sports. The alternate high win total, they put up three numbers. They put up the regular win total for a team. They put in what they call an alt-high and an alt-low total. 13 teams went over their alternate high win total last year. And so here's the whole list, and here's the number that you could have gotten last year, and this was, by the way, I think I want the, the closing number or when we talked about this in the summertime because we have it all wrote, written down, we never deleted it, whatever. But for example, the Buffalo Bills, their alt win total high was 10. Matt, they won 13 games last mm-hmm. year and the over 10 was plus 245. Wow. Like this is going to be a very common theme as we recap the teams that came in a year ago, but I think we need to recap to kind of before we look forward to this year as a, a total expl- um, you know, explanation as to why this stuff happens. And I would also tell people this, for those of you coming to town and you want to get into football contests at some point between now and the end of August, I would actually look at betting alternate win totals here at Circa. I would mm-hmm. set aside some extra money and say, okay, how am I going to attack this? Which teams make sense? Those are the win totals I need to bet. Rather, rather than betting wherever you're from, betting regular win totals, this is how I would do it. Uh, again, 13 teams went over their alt-win total. The Dolphins over was 7.5 at plus 240. They won 10 games.
5: Yeah, Dolphins were definitely overachievers. I bet them over just their regular uh, season win total was 6.5.
4: Yeah, same here. Same here. Uh, I like the Steelers a lot last year. They had an alt-win total of over 10 at plus 170. Well, I mean, that was over in their first 11 games because they Mm -hmm. were 11-0. And they eventually won 12 on the season, cashed that ticket to the over. And another team in their division, the Browns, it was over 9.5 plus 185 with Kevin Stefanski, the new coach. Great story. They finally put it together a year ago, and they won 11 games. So there's a common theme here. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's two per division so far just in the AFC alone. Well you, got, well, you got two more here in the AFC South. The teams at the top. Titans over 9.5 plus 165. Colts over 10 plus 170. They each won 11 games. Look at this now. How are you going to bet the Chiefs this year? Their alternate win total last year was 12 and a half. So you have to win 13 games or more to win that bad boy. Of course they did. They, they won were four- every close
5: game. Of course, almost yep. every close game they won. They went to overtime. They won. I bet the Chiefs under 11 and a half and lost. And remember when they lost? They won in overtime against the Chargers. Oh yeah. They beat the Raiders on that last minute drive down yep. the field. Uh, the Chiefs were fortunate to get the 14 wins, but hey, that's what great teams do.
4: Yeah, and getting to 13 or more paid off, plus 195 yeah. a year ago. Mm-hmm. You're right, because uh, that Chargers game was Justin Herbert's debut.
5: Chargers blew that game, should have won that oh, game. That's but, the
4: common theme yeah. for that team for exactly years upon years now for the Chargers. But the other teams that came into the over, Washington was plus 240, over 6.5. Packers came in over 10. Saints over 11.5. Buccaneers over 10.5. Seahawks came in at over 10.5. That was plus 250, by the way. And the Rams got over 9.5, plus 225. They also create the alternate low.
5: Well, the key is on these two, you're talking about these overprices. Plus 240, plus 220, 225, 180, 250, 225. Yep. Uh, so pretty fat prices if you bet those over.
4: That's the whole, that's the whole point yeah. here. So rather than... You know, betting a team under eleven at minus one twenty. By the time you get to it, look at other options because twelve teams also went under. So that's twenty five out of thirty two teams. That's seventy eight, like seventy nine percent.
5: Well, and when we look at these, we're going to talk about some of the under teams. I'm going to look at some of the teams that went over last year to go under. To go this under year. this year. And some of the teams that went under last year mm-hmm. to go over this year. And the Patriots be one team I'll talk about when we get to it.
4: But again, to, to fully recap mm. here, that's that's a one-year sample size, but that's go, that goes back to what I was talking about, where for a four-year stretch, it was c- like the alt totals came in 72% of the time, I believe the number was. And so this happens, maybe not at 79% every single year, but the you know, 21, 22 teams typically in that neighborhood, 23 teams will come into the alt total. So you can just... Like, so many times you're going to hear, boy, Vegas really knew something, right? <laughs> well, really, the win totals, yes, yes. sometimes the win total... Look, mm-hmm. uh, a team might have a seven for a win total, and they might start off three and whatever, and they mm-hmm. win their final four games, and you're like, my God, how'd they know they were going to win seven games Atlanta right under the win total? Doesn't happen very often. No, it y- You think it does, because you're always like, wow, they're really good. The out totals come in way more often. No question. So...
5: It's not always Vegas knows the betting market sets these numbers a lot of times, too. But oh, yeah, then, yep. And you'll have some Vegas odds makers and an offshore oddsmakers set most the majority of the numbers, mm-hmm. too. Sure, sure. But Circa is doing something unique with these alternate win totals uh, here, which I think is great. I told you I bet the Raiders under 8.5 yeah. uh, last year, and I thought, that team can't get to nine wins. There's no way. Mm-hmm. I actually laid minus 225 on that, I think, for a, a pretty big bet. And man, I was sweating that out the last uh, month of the season. Unfortunately, the Raiders uh, went eight and eight, and it was a winner. But I had to sweat that one out at a at a pretty big price. Well, and
4: that's the thing, by the way. So we're talking about the examples to where the plus money came in. But if you want, for example, if you want to bet the Texans under five wins this year, if you think there's no chance they're going to get the six wins, Uh you'll you'll lay like under five minus two twenty five or in that neighborhood. But that's uh, that's available. It's on the board. If you want to bet it, if you want to approach it like that, mm-hmm. um, so the teams uh, just officially here that went under a year ago: Patriots went under eight plus one sixty, Jets under five and a half plus two o five, the Bengals went under four and a half plus two forty, Texans under six and a half, Jags went under three and a half plus. Look at think of that. Think Jags of that for won their first game too. Yep, yep. Oh. That was plus one eighty five. Other teams to go uh, under: Broncos, Cowboys, Eagles. Vikings, Lions, Falcons, 49ers. And by the way, the Falcons' win total, the alt, was under 6.5 plus 190. They won four games. The 49ers, coming off the Super Bowl, again, this is before last year, super high expectations. Their alt under win total was 9.5 plus 240. Mm. And they, had, they, they were, I think, minus 325 to make the playoffs yeah, last year. Yeah, I mean, one,
5: one thing you can't predict when you're talking about these two, the Niners were just uh, wrecked by injuries. Absolutely. right, And so, that started
4: early and often. Yeah, I, I, I did not like
5: the Niners over their win total because a lot of times we talk about the, the Super Bowl loser, right? The, hang, the Super Bowl hangover. And that's one reason I was looking to fade the Niners. But you, you still... Could not have predicted the uh, the number of injuries that team, that Niners team, had to endure last season. So that's why they won six games. I think the Niners are going to bounce back, be very good. So do I this season. But uh, injuries also always play a big factor when you're looking at some of these teams that go under. Dak Prescott done for the season, right? Cowboys go from favorites in that division to a team that won six games. Uh, Eagles were just a, they were a mess uh, with injuries and all sorts of problems, and. Uh, You know, you can always make excuses for these teams that underachieve, but yeah, this this is a good graphic you put together because it shows you uh, some of the big plus prices you could hit here on these alternate win totals.
4: We'll get to some of the teams that we're looking at here coming up in about five minutes or so. I will just throw one team out there as an example, right? Let me throw the Pittsburgh Steelers out there. And again, I was super high on them last year. I was very high on them uh, a year ago, but their regular win total is 8.5, okay? Okay. So here at Circa, you have to, you have to lay thirty to the under eight and a half. Well, what's more likely to happen if the Steelers go under their win total this year? To land exactly on eight? Or is it to actually go under the Yelp win total of seven and a half, which would pay plus 150, and for that team to win seven, six games, whatever that number might be? Mm-hmm. Like to land exactly at eight. Uh, again, Vegas, offshore, they get it right occasionally. Right, as people like to say, not very often. Like if they go under, they can easily, you know, lose ten games this year and be seven and ten. You know what I'm saying? Like and I just picked up that team for an example. Mm-hmm. Another one would be the Cowboys. Their win total is nine. Well, their out low is eight, out high is ten. We saw that last year, right? They had they were very popular. A sexy team last year. My God, CD Lamb, how are you gonna oh. stop this offense, right? Oh wow. But I fell into that trap with the Cowboys too. I, I was one of them. I definitely was one of them. But if they go under their regular win total of 9, will it land exactly at 8, or will it go under 8, and their out low win total here pays plus 235?
5: Yeah, I mean, another thing you can look at with these alternate win totals, and there's so many books now posting NFL win totals with different prices on sure. the big. You could look at playing so shooting for middles on some of these, Of course too. you can, yeah. yeah.
4: But, uh, but also, there's this. Like, in your head, when we're running down these teams, you might think to yourself, wow, there's no way the Packers only win seven games this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> because go back and look at any of these teams that we brought up from uh, mm-hmm. last year or the previous years, whatever. How many times would you say in any given year, wow, there's no way that team wins that many games? Uh, yeah, they yeah, they actually did. Mm-hmm. And that happens. Like, you got to think a little bit outside the box and imagine that your impossibilities could actually take place. Well, that's what
5: you just said there is a key to NFL betting success. You have to think outside the box. You don't want to have the pack mentality and think like everyone else.
4: All right, so we'll run down some out-win totals this year in the NFL that we have our eyes on coming up here on Follow the Money.
3: That's chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary.
2: VTW group. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
4: Live today from the oddstrader.com studio at Circa Resort and Casino, oddtrader.com. Download the free oddtrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. With real-time bet tracking, you can also compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses all at the website, which is oddstrader.com. So we just discussed uh, alternate NFL win totals for the last 10, 12, 15 minutes here that they post <clears throat> at circus Sports. After all that, recapping mm. what took place last year, who do you have your eye on in terms of a, a total that you like right
5: now? Well, a, a team that underachieved last year, I'm going to bet on to overachieve this year, and that's going to be the Patriots. And I, I got, I really like this, I don't... Typically, like to lay this type of price, but Mitch, if you can play the Patriots over eight and a half at minus 180, I like to bet for this reason. Uh, the Patriots, five of the first seven games were at home, and the the two road games, at the Jets and at the Texans. Uh, you look at the first seven games, this team's set up to have a lot of su- su- success early, and that's going to breed confidence. and I think the Patriots are going to be uh, a team that bounces back and has a big year, Probably a double-digit win year. But over 8.5 at minus 180, I think, is a fair price to pay. When you look at the schedule, it's not a first-place schedule this year. And that's what the Patriots yeah. have typically played. Uh, but they won seven games last season. Cam Newton's coming back healthy. I think, uh, I don't want to say uh, re-energized. I, I like the fact that he's got more weapons around him on offense this year. They've, the Patriots have done a better – I think they'll do a much better job uh, tailoring that offense to Cam and putting more playmakers around him. And, you know, if Cam goes down to injury, you do have Mac Jones who could step in there and play. It's not going to necessarily have to be Brian Hoyer. But look at this schedule. Home against the Dolphins, at the Jets. Home against the Saints-Bucks, at the Texans. Home against the Cowboys and Jets. That's the first seven weeks. I think this team's got a great shot to get out to at least a 5-2 and two start, yeah, right? No. And uh, you got to get over 8.5 for the season. And don't forget, again, This is a 17-game season where the AFC teams have nine home games. Mm -hmm. And that's another reason why the Patriots over 8.5, I think, is a really good bet. And also, the Patriots had several opt-outs last year, and that defense was decimated. Belichick's rebuilding the defense. is going to be much improved. I hate the Pats. uh, It's not going to surprise me if the Pats win that division instead of the Bills, because everybody... Loves
4: the Bills. Yeah, all of a sudden, year. they do it yeah. for one year, and uh-huh. now, oh, they're going to win 12, 13 games again. Yeah,
5: but even if the Pats don't win the division, I think there's a deep, pretty good chance they're going to win 10 games, be 10 and yeah. 7 or better, and uh, over 8.5, I think it pretty good. Better. Can I ask you
4: this? How, how it seems to me like so many people have forgotten that all those players opted out for the Patriots mm-hmm. because they people want to knock Bill Belichick, and obviously they'll say, oh, it was all Brady and not Belichick, whatever. We had this discussion in recent weeks here on the, on the show, but uh, that was kind of a big deal last year when you had so many of their big names, say, during the COVID you know, <clears throat> weeks that were leading up to the season. Like, nah, guys, I'm good because uh, I've made my money. I've won my championships. I'll, I'll you know, lay low for a year. I'll mm-hmm. spend it with my family. We're going to go in quarantine, whatever, and come back. Like, people just, I think they, they don't have that in their memories for some reason, or they expected Belichick. Like, oh, if you're so good, when, like, what do you mean? Like all of a sudden, like 10 guys are going to say, we're not playing. And right. just have, you know, like scabs almost come on the team. You can win with them. If you're so good, you would win with whoever. Well, if you look, Stop.
5: At, look at that New England defense last year, they were missing like seven key guys from the previous year. Yes. And you can say, well, Bill Belichick can pull 11 guys off the street and put a good defense. Nah, that's not the way it works. Belichick's great. He can scheme a lot, but you can't lose that many key players. Patriots are going to be much better. This year, an over eight and a half is a good bet.
4: Okay, so that's one that you like so far. Can the, I want to ask you one team in their division. So the Jets' alt win total is, well, to the low is five. Under is plus 190. Is there a chance that they're really, really bad again this no, year? There's
5: always a chance the Jets are going to be really bad, especially when you have a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Zach Wilson looks promising, but it's still, he's a rookie. He's got a lot to learn. They have to go from two wins to six
4: to beat you on that alt win total.
5: Well, the one thing I do like is they're going to be they're going to be much improved in the term in the area of coaching.
4: Oh uh, yeah, that's yes, yes.
5: So when you get Robert Sala in there and a, a much better coaching staff, and I don't think the Jets are going to be such a clumsy operation again this year. And who knows, Zach Wilson might light it up. I, I think he's probably going to be a typical rookie quarterback. Who makes his share of mistakes, and this team probably goes. 6-11 and 11 or something like that. But, um, yeah, there's a chance the Jets could be really bad. But I, I do think they've improved the talent, and it's been a major upgrade in terms of the coaching staff. Okay,
4: so uh, why don't we keep running this down a little bit here, talking about these alternate win totals in the NFL. I'll throw some other teams out there in numbers that uh, might make a little bit of sense. Okay, again, trying to find some plus money here. I know that you have a couple of other teams you want to throw out. Talking NFL alternate win totals here, available now at Circus Sports, live on Follow the Money. It's v the Sports Betting Network.
5: If you're looking for a hot tip to bet on, Bet Rivers Sportsbook has you covered every day. Go to the Bet Rivers app or betrivers.com and find the game you want to bet on. Tap Tips, and you'll get instant research for the upcoming matchup. Try it out for baseball, soccer, tennis, and a variety of other sports. And to make your experience more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Again, visit Bet com offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Mitch, I know you've talked to some people who use the Bet Rivers app and brag about
4: it. They like the the, the live streams evidently, uh-huh. where you can just pop up some you know a bunch of games and watch them live, like right on your phone. is is huge. Danny Burke raves about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah he likes it. Um, so we're talking about uh, NFL alternate win totals here at Circus Sports, uh, throwing around some teams. Uh, that we're either going to bet, or maybe just uh, make you know good ideas, and we'll bet them a little bit later on, or you know discussions on if it makes some sense to actually bet on them. You brought up the Patriots over eight and a half this year. I would co-sign that. That's minus 180 right now, is it?
5: Minus 180. It, it looks like a, a high price to pay, but I think it's going to be a winning bet. So you don't have to worry about the vig if it wins.
4: <laughs> yes. So I, how... I like it
5: again. The way the schedule sets up, five of the first five of the first seven games for the Patriots are at home. And the two road games are against the Jets and the Texans, so again, a team that has a chance to get off to a really good start. And when a team gets off to a great start, Mitch, that what's that do? That breeds confidence, sure. and typically those teams get on a roll. And again, don't forget, it's the best coach in the NFL, Bill Belichick. Is he's going to bounce back this year?
4: You know that that is something that uh, I think should be considered maybe a little bit more often. What you just talked about, how teams once they start winning, they have more confidence in the mm-hmm. chemistry. I'll throw out the, the 49ers from a couple years ago. When they went on the road, I think they opened up at Tampa and at Cincinnati, and I think they were a pick in both games. Right. They went to Tampa. They won that game. They went to Cincy in like a pick and they killed Cincinnati. And you could tell right away, like, wait a second here. That defense looks much better than I anticipated. Like, they're playing really as a unit, mm-hmm. and they're having fun out there on the football field, and that trend, you know, the whole year that continued, and they were seven minutes away from winning the Super Bowl that year.
5: Sure, and again, that's a bet on a well-coached team. You're yeah, right. Right. When you, when you bet win totals, don't underestimate the value of the coach. If you're going to bet overs, you want to bet on the best guys: Bill Belichick, Kyle Shanahan. Go down the list. You can't bet over on a team like the Chargers when Anthony Lynn is coach, and then be surprised when they underachieve.
4: Correct. Right. Yep. Uh, and I also quarterback play if you want to go that route. Yes.
5: Uh,
4: um. And so. I want to throw this team in the number out, out at you. Uh, Washington, the football team, of course, they won the NFC East last year by only winning seven games. But we saw how good that defense is, what kind of a player Chase Young is already at this level. And they have weapons on offense. And now they go from that quarterback situation to adding Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. And their alternate win total high here, 9.5 is over plus 170. With that defensive unit in that division... And, you know, these teams are going to be better this year. Like, the the Cowboys, I mean, I think by default have to be better, and Dak's going to be back. I actually, I wanted to bring up the Giants over 8 at plus 175 because I like what Joe Judge did last year. But, again, here's Washington's schedule. Uh, Ron Rivera, excellent coach, absolutely had a case-to-win coach of the year for the third time last year. Sure. Uh, They get two home games out of the gate, but those are not easy games. Chargers, Giants, they go at Bills at Falcons. Saints, Chiefs, Packers, Broncos on the road. So before the bye week, it's exceedingly tough. But overall, with that defensive unit, now they bring in a quarterback, can they get the 10 wins?
5: Yeah, I I think it's certainly possible. And again, for a team that won seven games last season, nothing is going to look easy when you look at it on paper, right? Yeah, no, that's absolutely correct. For Washington, it looks like there's going to be no easy wins. But still, this is going to be one of the best defenses in the NFL. I think the offensive line's in better shape. And sort of like the Patriots and Cam Newton, I think the Redskins put more playmakers around Fitzmagic. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is who he is. He's going to look really good one week. He he might look bad the next. But I think two out of three weeks, you can count on him playing well. I like him. I like Fitzpatrick. I think he's a big upgraded quarterback, even though Alex Smith had a pretty good year. Uh, Fitzpatrick, I think, could lead this team back to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, you're talking about –
4: what do you want to bet over here? Is it eight and a half? Well, the the alternate high is plus one seventy at over nine and a half.
5: Oh, over nine and a
4: seventeen half. games again. The schedule is grueling, no doubt about it.
5: It's going to be tough to get to ten wins, but again, that's why you're getting that type of plus money.
4: Um, I think one of those two teams, though the the football team or the Giants, will go over this year. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I liked what I saw a lot with Joe Judge last year. In if fact, there's
5: one team in that division you probably don't like
4: today. It's the Eagles. Uh, yes. Yeah. Correct. Uh. What about the Saints with their alt-win total at 10 over plus 190? Again, 17 games. They Mm -hmm. have to get to 11 here. Can I actually make the case they're going to upgrade a quarterback this year?
5: Well, you can make that case because Drew Brees was so banged up last year. Mm -hmm. He was a shell of his former self, couldn't get the ball downfield. So I think the Saints definitely could upgrade a quarterback, but at the same time, they they're in salary cap hell. Yeah, that's and, the, and the depth the, on this roster is, is slowly deteriorating. That's the biggest issue. And that's that's I think that's could be a big problem for the Saints. That's something you gotta keep an eye on. Mm.
4: I do think the offense though, and as long as it's gonna be Jameis Winston and not Taysom Hill, although Taysom Hill, you know, maybe in the offseason working at really playing the quarterback position more mm. than anything else, like the utility guy, you know, maybe he could become a, a better guy in that in that permanent role. But I do. I do think Jameis Winston with Sean Payton and those weapons. I get it. He's been a turnover machine. That can come. He's not going to throw 30 INTs in a full season again. (laughs) Like that's not going to happen. Because I'll tell you why. Because Payton would pull the plug on that experiment if he's got like 20 with four games to go.
5: Yeah. If if Winston starts throwing, he wouldn't. He wouldn't get to 20. If Winston starts throwing picks, Payton's going to pull the plug and put in Taysom Hill. that has been his pet project for the last. uh, couple years anyway.
4: There are times, though, where Winston looks like he's brilliant.
5: Of course. He's got all the physical tools. Sure. Now he's finally, I think, actually, a year with Drew Brees probably did Jameis Winston a hell of a lot of good. It taught him how to be a professional. I agree. I read some of his comments about, you know, sitting in with Brees in the quarterback meetings and how much he learned and how much he realized he didn't know. You're thinking about a guy who's been in the NFL for that long. He should know some of that stuff. And he sits in with Brees. He's like, wow, this is eye-opening. Uh, so he's been tutored by one one of the all-time greats, and now he's got one of the best coaches in the NFL. Winston, if he can't put it together now, he's never going to put it together. Correct. But I, I think you're right that this offense could be really exciting.
4: Uh, one last team, team here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, quickly. Um, can Jacksonville go to one to six wins? Because they're alternate under five and a half is plus 155. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Lawrence, we think he's going to be really good. But it's Urban Meyer's first year. He could be, a, you know... a A slight disaster as a head coach at the NFL level.
5: Uh, If if he could beat the Texans twice and uh, the Titans once, you get to three wins right there.
4: Yeah, it's a super weak division. (laughs) I I, I, I think
5: the Jaguars could get to six, yeah.
4: We'll get into uh, today's Major League Baseball card from a betting perspective up next.
0: If you dare.
5: Work. Sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app, sign up using promo code VSIN, and get started with the only top rated sportsbook that matters. DraftKings, you can bet on it. Again, that's promo code V-S-I-N. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or an Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. El- eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for
4: terms and conditions. You can always get in touch with the show. Uh, email is open. It's ftm. At vcin.com, FTM for follow the money at vcin.com. Also on Twitter, at vcin live. I'm at Mitch Moss Radio. He is at Matt Humans 24/7. If you had any observations on the uh, NFL al- alternate win totals that you like, we'll go over those on the air. Uh, this is from ML Dogs on Twitter. Matt, he said, call me a biased Jets fan, mm-hmm. but I would take the Jets alt win total over seven at plus two twenty. Vastly improved coaching staff. Check. Vastly improved wide receivers and mm-hmm. the uh, under-the-radar signing of offensive tackle Morgan Moses along with Vera Tucker in the draft will lead to a vastly improved offensive line. Well, I
5: think the Jets are going to be much improved. You're also in a division with the, uh, the Bills, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. It's going to be tough to climb that ladder. Sure. That's something you obviously have yeah. to consider. Mm-hmm. And you have a rookie quarterback.
4: Well, I tell you, though, that, that's true. I do, but that upgrade at, at coach... Potentially, in a first-year coach over what we know about Adam Gates right saying, now. I'm
5: somewhat excited about the Jets, too. But you also have to consider the Jets are probably a year away yeah. with a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Next year at this time, I think Jets are going to be in a much better position than they're on. They're on, in the right now. And obviously, things are looking up for the Jets.
4: There's their schedule. They begin at, at uh, Carolina. I thought that
5: week two game is going to be intriguing? At home. Patriots at Jets. Yep. That's when the Jets got
4: a chance to make a stand. I tell you what I would not like this year if I'm a a player in the league, a coach, whatever, with um, an 18-week schedule, 17 games overall. Their bye week comes in week six. Still like putting teams out with these uh, early bye weeks or else super late bye weeks with like weeks 13 and week 14. That stinks. That sucks. I I will push for this forever. If we're going to go to 17, 18 games – Give give each team two bye weeks. Expand the season a little bit. Well, I
5: think that's on the way. That's going to happen. It has
4: to be, right? Some of these teams don't get a bye week until week 14.
5: It's all about generating more revenue. And if the NFL can extend the season one more week, stretch out the schedule, yeah, it's probably going to happen.
4: That will happen. Eventually, the Super Bowl is going to be played on President's Day weekend in February. Yeah. Like, that will take place. Push back a couple of weeks overall. I'm okay
5: with it. So am I. The sports betting world revolves around the NFL. Yeah. So, yes, it does. I'm okay with more games.
4: Uh, do you have your eyes on anything tonight uh, in Major League Baseball? Uh, we finally get some day games today. I thought they should have had some day games the previous two days, but they didn't. So it's a full slate of games. Um, pitchers that are going today. Wheeler's going again. We ran this down the first hour. Since May 6th, the guy has been basically, along with the Grom, the best pitcher in baseball his numbers are outstanding. He's laying in the $1. forty-three range against the Cubs. And this, this Cubs unit now that is just, I mean, borderline horrendous with how bad they've been playing.
5: Cubs pitchers got pounded yesterday. And again, the Cubs have now dropped 11 in a row. They went from 42 and 33 to 42 and 44. Mm-hmm. Think about that. They went from a team that was right there in the hunt to win the division to uh, maybe we're going to sell off Chris Bryant and trade some guys at the deadline. They're nine games back. Mm-hmm. Lose 11 straight. So, uh, again, you don't really want to bet on a team like that. So, it's bet against the Cubs or pass right now.
4: We saw the Yankees' bats come alive last night in Seattle. They scored 12 runs. <laughs> you see Stanton's home run. Hey, man, when Stanton
5: connects, <laughs> it's an awesome yeah. thing to watch. But also, if you watch the Yankees every day, you're gonna see Stanton strike out a lot yep. and walk back to the dugout. <laughs> and uh, hey, the highlights are awesome. When he, when he hits home runs, it's it's a lot of fun. The the, the Yankees were bombing last night. They look great, but that's been uh, nights like that have been few and far
4: between for the Yankees. Yeah, so you're fun. right. It's Herman taking on Kikuchi. I don't trust Herman. Yeah, this is basically uh, and, and betters don't either. This is basically a 10 cent move from the opening number yesterday. Down from well here at minus one twenty four down to about a buck fifteen now. Kikuchi plus one hundred five.
5: Yeah, I was looking to play the Mariners in a spot in this series. I'm I'm glad I didn't really do it last night. Uh, I thought about it, thought about doing it last night, and they got bombed. I'll probably uh, I'll probably pass on this one as well. But looking to bet against the Yankees um, on this West Coast swing.
4: The A's are taking on the Astros. Last night we saw fireworks between, well, Bassett and Valdez, who had been, both guys, had been super sharp going back however long. Again, it was, the A's had won 13 out of Bassett's previous 15 starts. They stake him to a quick 3-0 mm-hmm. lead. He gives up two right away on a Jordan Alvarez home run in the bottom of the first.
5: guy can hit, by the way. But I
4: love him. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely think he's incredible. Then the A's get him three more runs at 6-2. By the way, that's a that's a bad beat if you had the A's in the first five, and you get him six runs, and Bassett had been so good, and you get, walk out of there with a push. I was going to say it's a bad push. Bad push, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, you're up
5: 6-2 with Chris Bassett, and you think, oh, first five, I'm going to get a win, and Alvarez hits that three-run opposite field homer that drifts into the Crawford boxes, and uh, that's a bad push last night if you had the you know, A's in the first five, but it was one of those nights where the ball was flying in Houston, and two good pitchers look bad, and that's going to happen. By the way, just to backtrack a little bit, I think the spot to play the Mariners might be Thursday afternoon when Gilbert goes against Montgomery. Uh, that might be the spot where I play Seattle against the Yankees. Okay. That's and after right. after the Yankees leave Seattle, they go to Houston, and Garrett Cole pitches against the Astros on Friday.
4: Okay, very good. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that. Um, one of the best – well – one of the best pitchers in terms of uh, his starts going over uh, is going today. Haney's going for the Angels. And uh, when he takes the hill, I just had it. Overall, the Angels go over a lot so far on the season. Uh, the overall record is 12-2, Matt. 12-2 and to the over in 14 starts. Well, the Yankees hit uh, Haney pretty hard last week, too. And, uh, again, there was a 20-cent move on... No, I'm sorry. Wrong game. Uh, They are catching plus 113 today, and the total is 9. Actually, Rodriguez has some pretty decent numbers for the Red Sox. I know his ERA ballooned up to almost 6, but some of the underlying stuff for him had been pretty good. Like, the FIP was two runs better than the ERA Mm -hmm. recently. Uh, Strikeouts per 9 were there. Uh, He was good in his last performance against the A's. Uh, I bet the Red Sox... I think I bet him 3 out of the last 5 nights... Uh, never got there last night against Otani. Ivaldi got roughed up a little bit. But I, I would expect runs in this game uh, today, again, uh, probably from both sides, but specifically from that Red Sox offense.
5: Yeah, Red Sox got uh, shut down a little bit last time, But Haney in his last start against the Yankees gave up seven runs in three innings. Uh, in his previous start against the Giants, gave up five runs in six innings. He's been hit pretty hard lately.
4: And then the Nationals take on the Rays another night game. Talk about another guy that's been hitting hard, Chris Paddock. Yep, the sheriff. He's uh he's
5: looked more like a Barney Fife like deputy lately.
4: Yeah, he's in the dollar seventy five range today. Oh, that you know I think that
5: number is based more off the Padres' offense and bullpen, not the starting pitching.
4: Okay. Because Corbin is Corbin has not been good either this year. No, Corbin has not been good, but Chris Paddock uh, right now
5: has a. Uh, 4.56 ERA. He he just has not been uh, he has not been very good. Yep. I I think but but the Padres you really can't make them any cheaper because they're so explosive offensively and their bullpen. I think Steve Mackinnon does a good uh, bullpen breakdown this week in Point Spread Weekly. I think he's got the Padres bullpen in the top three. Does he? And uh, you know if you watch Padres would be every night. It's it's tough to disagree with that. The numbers bear out. It's one of the better bullpens in baseball. Yeah, you know how good they are. So Paddock. Probably not going to go deep in the game, but it doesn't matter. I, I think the Padres you have to be favored at about this 170 price.
4: Overall, where would you put the Padres in terms of uh, best team in the National League and then best team in baseball?
5: Oh, I would probably put them in the top six, but it's tough to make a definitive statement about that because in baseball things change week to week. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's why I laugh when you see people put up power ratings for MLB power ratings. Man, this stuff changes every week.
4: And then, like, one starter going to the IL could injuries, change, change absolutely things. everything,
5: right? Absolutely.
4: Right? Like, I could, I could look at the American League Central. The Indians are not very good this year. But how long has Bieber been out now for? Like, a good month? Sure. And you take, and he was not even having that great of a season. But it, had Bieber never gotten injured this year, and he's going every five days, I, like, the White Sox have so many injuries, maybe the Indians could actually, you know, give them a run for their money this year and win that division. But you take one guy out like that, and that kind of is a, a trickle-down effect. And I know they've had other guys injured as well, but that's, that's a huge loss. Same thing I would say with Glasnow and the Rays, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think the, the Rays this year, again, they were going to be a fantastic story. But then once you realize that, okay, there's no more Charlie Morton on this team, there's no more Blake Snell, okay, we're going to be fine with Glasnow as our ace, but wait a second here, is not going to miss the season? When he's having a terrific year? Like To overcome all of that, I don't care how good your organization is, that's good. That can be that can be way too much. If you think of Blake
5: Snell, Blake Snell's been a disappointment for the Padres. Yeah, yeah. But again, you're talking about the three best pitchers off a World Series team. Three best starters with uh, Snell, Morton, and Glass now, and the Rays are still 13 games over 500. are yeah. 49 and 36, uh, just back of the Red Sox in the East. That shows you how good that organization is, how good that roster is. And you think about. Again, this goes back to what I always say about Brian Cashman does uh, less with the most. The Rays' resources are bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And the Rays are up top, near the top of that division every year. Look at this team. Look at what the resources are that Cashman's had <laughs> yes. to work with for the past right. two decades. And I
4: don't, I really don't understand why Brian Cashman's not in more trouble in New York. absolutely should be on the hot seat. We will give you uh, updated prices in the NBA Finals. Look at MVP odds. The Game 2 number coming up next.
0: If you dare.
4: work.